Productivity. Productivity. Gladiator. Hi there. I'm Brian Nelson Palmer. On this show, I talk about life balance and personal productivity. It's about leveling up the person as a whole with the topics that help both at work and at home. And in this episode, I want to share my year in review with and how I do it. This practice has been a game changer for me in my life balance and in my life in general outside of work. So this year, I wanted to share it with you here on the show. So let me start with the evolution of my year in review. Right up front, I admit that I poo-pooed this year in review practice for years. In my early career, I heard about people doing this year in review thing. And my thinking back then was, well, if you want to waste all that time reflecting on your year, that's fine. But I'm killing it at work right now. So I'm just going to go keep killing it. I know what I'm doing. No need to reflect. And looking back, I was wrong. Looking back now, I think I was wrong for two reasons. The first reason, I was missing that there is a lot of power in making sure you're headed towards your goals. Uh, I now think there's real power in stepping back and looking at where you're headed. In the day-to-day, I would often get so focused on driving metrics, completing tasks, and working on goals that I would often lose sight of the big picture. I couldn't see the forest for the tree. This reflection has really helped me to both appreciate just how much I've accomplished and reach some important realizations on whether I was really happy with the direction I was headed. The second reason is that I was completely missing the reflection and course correction in my personal. Most of the reflection I did was entirely focused on my professional. Performance reviews at work really facilitate this process, right? You have an annual performance review, and that's the time when you can and should do this professionally. And you should discuss it with your boss since they may have some really good ideas and further direction, which you can incorporate in your review. The problem, though, is that I never gave myself my own personal performance review. My personal life was just happening to me. Like I was a passenger on the train, not driving it. I miss doing a performance review of sorts for my personal life. So coming around to doing this took years for me. For more than a decade in my early career, I never even considered doing my own year in review. Then from around 2012 to 2019, my steadfast opposition to this practice of slowly of doing this year in review, my opposition to that slowly started to soften. Each year, the people in the productivity space, which I followed and I looked up to, would talk in their blog posts and podcasts about their year in review. They'd complete it. So they'd talk about their year in review that they completed and the realizations that they'd had. Over the course of seven years, hearing these messages every year was enough to slowly shift my stubborn, given this is a stubborn thinking that I had from the idea of this is dumb to the idea of, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I tried this. So finally in 2019, I broke down. I did my first one of these for myself. And I can honestly say that I was wrong. I love this practice of reflecting on my personal year in review. I also feel like I leveled up my personal life significantly because of it. So I think there's power in differentiating your personal from your professional year in review. My year in review that I'm about to share with you is entirely my personal year in review. In all my work now, teaching life balance and personal productivity, people often lose sight of the life part of work-life balance. I think there's real power that comes from doing this for yourself, for you as a person separate 
from you as a professional. So what about my hobbies and side hustles that produce income? See, for me, I have a primary job and career that's my primary source of income, but I also have several side hustles. And I'm betting many of you probably identify with this. You may identify with those side hustles are included in my personal year in review, but the main job is not. And here's where I draw the line. If my hobby or my side hustle includes an annual performance review, then I do my reflecting for that during that performance review. It's all right if I touch on some of these or mention them in my personal year in review, but it shouldn't be the focus here. Your personal review is on your life and your personal pursuits. Just one quick note here on the structure of my year in review. I keep this pretty simple. I try to capture the highs, the lows, revisit what I said I was going to do before, and then what am I going to do now? So laid out in sections, it kind of looks like this, and this is what you'll hear. I have a template that you can use for this in the episode as well. You got highlights. Under highlights, there's accomplishments and things that brought me joy. There were trips and relationships. Then there's last year, I said I was going to do some things this year. How'd I do on those? Then the section is other frustrations, disappointments, and things that made me sad this year. And finally, it's the changes and new goals for this coming year. So here it is. This is my 2022 year in review. Here's the highlights. These are things that I accomplished and things that brought me joy. I lived a true snowbird life by spending the winter in Florida for nine weeks from late December all the way through to late February. We did Panama City Beach for two weeks, downtown Tampa for two weeks, St. Pete for two weeks, Clearwater for two weeks, and St. Augustine for a week in Florida. It was awesome. In April, Nikki and I started working with a nutrition coach. We've been counting macros for the whole rest of the year. And currently I'm down seven-ish pounds from my high. And I'm a notch or two tighter on my belts, which I'm pretty proud of. This was my fourth year volunteering with the Whammies. And we were finally back in person too for the awards show. And we had a big red carpet event at the Capitol Turnaround in Navy Yard in Washington, D.C. at the end of March. It was a big event and a really big success. And I'm so proud of what we've done with the win. TEDx Talk success. I did it. It was 60, more than 60 initial calls with people, more than 50 practice run-throughs. The live event was in June, plus a five-month wait for the video to finally come out. But in November... It finally did. So I can officially say that I'm a TEDx speaker or I'm a TED speaker. And that's like, I'm so proud of that. That's been a life, a bucket list thing of mine for years. Uh, New cars. I got a new car and Nikki got a new car as well. So I'm finally driving a vehicle that I can tow a boat with. We'll talk more about that in a bit. I was out on the boat 29 times. I'm a boat guy. And that's awesome. Being out on the water is one of my favorite things. I got to play drums again with my old band Fellowcraft twice. It was a reunion, baby. We played a wedding and a private show in someone's front yard for Halloween. These are really random opportunities, but I can't tell you how wonderful it was to get together with the fellas and play drums again. I joined the Big Brother Big Sister organization as a volunteer Big Brother. I was connected with my little bro, and I hung out with him about twice a month, 14 times in total. I launched the Productivity Gladiator podcast, which you're listening, checking out now. Seven episodes completed this year. I'm averaging about one per month, and I love the cool conversations that I've had with the really cool people that I've gotten to meet. And I feel like I'm really delivering value with each of the episodes. I switched from a full beard to a goatee, and no one has noticed, or at least no one has said anything. So I'm taking that as a good sign. 
this reinforces that the hair on my cheeks just doesn't grow in as thick as I wish it would. And so it makes it doesn't make it worth it to do the full beard. So now it's I think it's a much cleaner look to just have the goatee with all that sparse cheek hair as a factor. So I'm sticking with this for now. And I like the look. I started working with a coach for Productivity Gladiator, and this has really helped me focus and start making targeted progress. I feel more focused than ever on what I'm doing with Productivity Gladiator. We were able to find renters to live in our condo in DC while we're going to be down in Florida this winter, which is awesome. I love that we were able to kind of make the switch with the household or we're going to be able. Earlier, I shared about the whammies. I was going to take a step back from volunteering with the whammies for this coming year, but they countered and offered me a contract to keep working on. And I love the whammies. I love the team that I'm working with to do the whammies, which is the Washington, D.C. area Grammys, by the way. I know I keep saying this word. It's a music awards in D.C. uh, that I volunteered with for years. And I love supporting the organization, like the musicianship, which is the organization that runs it. They do so much good for the community. Our wedding venue contract is signed. The date is locked in and we're off to a good start with the wedding planning. So I'm proud of that accomplishment as well. This year, there were trips too. We were snowbirds for two and a half months back in the beginning of the year. We went to New York City, Whiting, New Jersey, Atlanta, Georgia, four trips to Pennsylvania. We hit Philadelphia and to Blandon several times. We were in Virginia Beach at least twice. We went down to North Carolina three times. We were in Charlotte, Saluda, which is a small town near Asheville, and Oak Island out on the beach. And then I was up in Maryland. I went to Baltimore and Kent Narrows and Ocean City. All of those for overnight fun trips. As far as the relationships in my life, I'm engaged which is really exciting. I proposed and Nikki said yes. So I am a lucky man with this one. I And it's going to be an amazing wedding and an amazing marriage. So I'm really happy about that relationship. I so treasure my relationship with this group I call the dinner party, as we have come to, and we've come to call ourselves that. It's a close group of adult friends that, and really it's not easy to make adult friends in today's day and age, I feel like. But the group, we text each other directly and it's so much more fulfilling than just social media. Uh, there's been six official dinner parties this year with that group. And though realistically, we have hung out with members of that group countless times other than those official dinner parties. But those parties are kind of where the name, where the group gets its name. For Florida friends, I was able to reconnect with people that I haven't seen in years when we were in Florida in the beginning. And it's making that time we spent in Florida during the winter so much more fun. So grateful for those friends. I've also made some amazing new adult friends that have actually stuck this year. I I found this to be kind of hard sometimes in general as adults, but it's happening for me. And these are some amazing people that I really love. Also in this review, so last year I said I was going to do some things this year. How'd I do on those? Last year I said, snowbird life continues. We're heading down to Florida for over two months to start the year. We did that. The results are we did that. Where There was success here. We decided that St. Pete will be our move going forward. We're going to go to St. Pete in Florida. Last year I said, boat life, still a member of the boat club, but the restrictions as a club member are annoying. We're ready to take the plunge and get a boat of our own. This will mean... When my car lease is up this summer, we'll need, I'll be getting a truck or SUV that can tow a boat and then we'll be trying to get a boat. So fingers crossed. The results from this year were success. I did trade in my car for a truck that can tow a boat and I have found exactly the boat that we're looking to get. So really, I'm going to be working on this all the way up through the end of the year and into the new year. I hope and anticipate being able to get the boat by February at the latest and be able to use it while we're down in 
Last year, I said, weight loss. It's time to work with a nutrition coach. I feel like I recognize the things that I need to change, but I also think there's so so much more I can and should learn in this area. I've got a I've got the gym part covered. I teach fitness classes, but I have got to get the diet right, which means it's time to go back to school on that. The results are moderate progress here. I found a nutrition coach, been working with him since April. I mentioned that as one of the highlights, and I'm down about seven pounds from where I was at my high, though. I'm certainly hoping to be down more than that. It's the conundrum of weight loss, right? It's good that I've come this far and there's more to go. So I'm hoping next year we'll bring even better, bigger results in that area. I'm pushing. Last year, I said, I'd like to do more volunteering with a youth organization such as Boys and Girls Club or Demolay. I want to give back to the next generation. The results of that are success. I joined the Big Brother Big Sister organization, and I am a big brother. My little brother, brother and I have hung out an average of two times a month since we started, and I, I treasure it. Last year, I said I'd like some more Uncle Brian time. I want to make sure that I play with these ki- the kids when I get together with the families I know. I'd like the kids to feel like they know me too, not just their parents. I want to be more intentional about changing. The results of that are, eh, I give myself a C for this one. I I did hang out with the kids when I went to the gatherings, but I didn't do much of it. I did better here, which is why I didn't fail completely. I give myself a C, but I still just don't feel like I did as much with the kids as I would have liked when I did get together with the families that I Last year, I said, for Productivity Gladiator, I'd like to book two events per month. I am looking forward to giving my TED Talk. The results of that are success and failure on this one. Success in that I did more than 40 events this year where I was speaking on my work through Productivity Gladiator, and I prepped for and gave the TED Talk. The failure here is that in almost all of these situations, they weren't paid or they weren't business development with the idea of connecting with potential clients, which could have led to getting. So I elevated the brand, but I definitely need to spend some more time on this one. Focus. Last year, I said, take trips and go see people and reconnect with the people I've lost touch with because of COVID. The results of that are success here, I think. I definitely feel like I accomplished this one. I reconnected with many folks and definitely took trips and saw people. So now it's time for the frustrations, disappointments, and things that made me sad this year. And by the way, I'm going to share a template and kind of a overall format of these as later on. So here's the frustrations, disappointments, and things that made me sad. First, the effects of diabetes were an issue in my eyes again this year. I'm finally on a treatment regimen that seems to be working, but complications with diabetes can affect your eyes. And it's a bummer that my main choices to fight off these effects of diabetes on my vision are either a shot in each eye every two months or a laser procedure, which would be potentially a permanent change to my vision. Since the shots are working as prescribed, I'm going to stick with them. But a shot in the eyeballs every two months is kind of a bummer. I got an infection in my foot this year, which was so strong that my body couldn't actually fight it off on its own. I've never confronted one of these. I've had them where you take pills and stuff, but I actually ended up in the emergency room to get IV antibiotics and almost had to stay overnight. And it caused me to have to stop teaching workout classes for a couple of weeks to recover. It, it Guys, it was scary to have three toes and part of my foot turn a ugly different color. That was an unnerving thing. Uh, Also, the hairline thinned out some more. (laughs) 
I mean, you know, I knew this was coming. It's it's only going to get worse. It's in my genes. Rogaine seems to be pointless, but somehow I can't bring myself to give up the Rogaine because the story in my head is that if I do, it'll start receding even faster than it already is. So here I am. It, it kind of is what it is. Another bummer. My knees are starting to give me problems. Whenever I do lunges and squats, there's a certain point in the range of motion where I feel a twinge and it's uncomfortable. I'm not taking, I'm not taking pain meds or Advil regularly or anything, but it's just this point where it's, it feels uncomfortable. I've been to the doctor, had x-rays. I've been to the physical therapist and have some exercises now, but the situation isn't resolved. I'm going to stick with the physical therapy, but sadly in talking to the doc there, I may be headed toward shot, a shot in the knees in the future if this continues to so i'm sticking with the treatment but this was a real bummer to just face this this year also this year there was the loss of loved one both close to me family and friends which it's hard to process these situations really reinforce for me how precious this life is especially saying goodbye to all these people that i knew several times this year i caught myself thinking about how i'm living my own life i'm I'm grateful for these year in review sessions we're talking about right now because I feel like I'm absolutely on the right track and I don't have any regrets, but it's still still scary to think about your own mortality. Also, I'm frustrated that I haven't lost as much weight as I was hoping. Metabolisms and dieting are a bummer. I thought I'd work with this nutrition coach and the pounds would just fly off, but sadly that didn't happen. Also, I've always heard people talk about how it gets more difficult to lose weight as you get older. And I feel some of that frustration. I'm down a few pounds and my clothes are fitting better. So I'm feeling good here. I'm grateful for that, but I'm still a little frustrated that it's going slower than I want. Also, man, the used car prices got me in a bad way this year. The beginning of the year, my car, which I was going to trade in, I told you I traded in a car to get a truck this year. I my The value of my car in the beginning of the year was $10,000 more than it was by the time I got my new vehicle toward the end of the summer, which gosh, darn it. You know, timing is a pain in the butt sometimes. So the last section of my year in review is the changes and new goals for 2023 based on everything that I just talked about in those above three sections. Now, what am I going to do? What am I going to change? And what are my new goals for 2023? For me personally, I'm going to get on the weight loss. I want to get to 200 pounds by February of 2024. You heard it here first. That's my wedding. So that means I need to get on it. And that's a rate of roughly pound and a half per month-ish. It's got to be more precise this year with my nutrition and my my counting, my proteins, fats, and carbs, and the, and the plan that we have. I'm confident in the plan. I've got to stick with it and get focused. I want to become a boat guy. Finally, I am almost there. I've got the truck. Now I just need to get the boat and it is within my grasp. I know the one they've got some available. I just got to finish the deal and go pick it up. So I'm hoping by February, pull that off. I want to level up my uncle Brian time a bit more. My uncle Brian. I, I want to make it a point to have conversation and take some time to hang out with the kids specifically. When I visit my friends with kids. I want the kids to feel like they know me too. And I'm certainly going to keep showing up as big brother for my little brother in that with the big brother, little big sister organization. I've got two big bucket list things this year coming up, which are already planned and I'm stoked about. So I'm going to do those. I've got a trip on the world's biggest cruise ship for my 40th birthday this year, which I'm excited about. And an Alaskan cruise with my family that 
to the Alaskan cruise is also a bucket list thing. So checking two big ones off for me that I'm really stoked. I want to work on being a better partner for Nikki, my better half, and focus on supporting her in the way she wants and needs. In in our conversations, I want to remember that it's my not my job to fix it. My main role in that relationship is to listen and validate in our conversation and only fix if she asks. I want to do two paid productivity gladiator engagements per month. Going to find a way. Also, I want to upgrade Nikki and I's living conditions to support full-time remote work. We both work from home. And so to facilitate that, we really need, each of us needs our own office and with a door that closes. So that means we really need a three-bedroom spot to live. We have three bedrooms in the place in Florida that we're headed to this year, but I need to figure out a way when we get back to DC in the late spring and summer, I want to find a way for us to get three bedrooms up here. So I want to figure that out. So now you try, it's your turn. And the good news is I created a template Google doc that you can copy and use to try this for yourself. If you don't have, you'll need a Gmail account for this because the link that I give you is going to open up a, uh, the link in the notes of this episode is going to open up a, a Google, you'll need a, a Gmail or a Google account in order to access it to create your copy. So if not, you can also look at the headings in the actual notes of the episode and you'll see these headings that you can just copy and create your own version. Here's your instructions. This should be done just for you personally for your personal life and your passion, which don't already have an annual performance. So I recommend doing a completely separate review for those roles. Look back through your photos, your calendar, and your social media for the year and reminisce. And while you're doing that, fill in the section below in the, in the, in the template that I gave you. Capture the highs and the lows. Once you feel you've really captured the year, at the end, fill in the changes and new goals section at the end. Now, this thing is written in a conversational way so that if you want to copy, paste, and share this on social media or text it to friends or family, you can. I do recommend sharing it with, if you have a significant other or other people that are close to you, it's really powerful to share this with them. It's a way to get to know someone a little different than just what you might talk about over drinks. So don't be scared of that. Share it with them too, if you want. Now I've used in the, in the Google doc, I've used the heading one, two, three to label the headings so that this, as this document grows, if you want to maintain the clickable table of contents at the top, you certainly can. So, and then here's the thing, how do you keep it going, right? You're going to do this annual review in the end of December or early January, but then, then what, how do you stay on track? So here's what I recommend for the next year, next year, each year, you can copy, paste, and duplicate the previous year and then fill it in for that year. So you can basically just keep copying and pasting and all in the same Google doc or the word doc or wherever you're saving it. I recommend keeping them all together in a row so you can reference back and then check in with yourself each quarter to see how you're doing with your intentions for the year. To make this easy, you can do one of two things, either put a marker on your calendar for each quarter every three months to remind yourself or my personal tactic in the Google doc, you can click the share button at the top and copy the link to the document that just yourself can access. Then send an email to every three months at followupthen.com. You can try this for yourself. It's every, the number three, every three months at followupthen.com. This is a free email reminder service. The subject of the email can be, how's my year going? Check in. And then 
in the body of the message, email message, put the link to the document you've pasted, uh, the link to the document you've copied and put it in the body of that email. So each quarter, that email will hit your inbox. And all you have to do is click the link and it'll pop right up to the a calendar or to the to this year in review so that you can review yourself. So I hope you try it. Use it, leverage that link and jump in. Um, so thanks guys. Thanks for letting me share my year in review with you in this way. I know this might be a little bit out of the ordinary or maybe it's not. I hope you are. But for me, it was definitely a, um, a vulnerable moment to put myself out there and just share. This is my year in review. So I'm posting this up there. Uh, this is what I'm doing for the year. And I think there's something powerful there for you in your personal life. So I hope that you give it a try or that you have a practice like this. Maybe you have something different. And if you have comments or thoughts, I'd love to hear from you. Now, and for you tuning in one specific request, do you have a friend or a colleague who you think would benefit from this year? If you want to share the link to this episode or hit share, I would love that. And I certainly think they would probably appreciate it too. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And if you sign up for my email list right now, I'll send you my three favorite time hacks so that you can try them for yourselves. My TED talk that I shared with you about uh, talks all about these, these time hacks or ways to get your time back. So these are real light bulb moments for the people in my workshops that I teach. And so you can try them out for yourself along with the knowledge and info that I'll be sharing and write-ups for these future episodes, because I don't do much on social media a whole bunch. So I share a lot of what I share is valuable stuff via email. So if you get an email from me, it's because there's actually something. I love this productivity gladiator. So thanks for letting me share with you. That's a wrap.